I'm good, I'm good, yeah. I have to say that I loved your, um, how did the BBC put it? They put a little clip of you up after the Brits with your um, good loser face. Oh, yeah. And it was just, they, I, why did they do that? They just took like five seconds of you, like sort of clapping and, and looking as if you were almost pleased that you hadn't won. Well, in, <laughs> it was actually kind of the case, though. I mean, the category was so insane with such powerful women, I, I was not expecting to win at all. So I actually practised my my um, gorgeous clapping of losing. But actually, the great thing I discovered also that that is you're not on air when you're losing. So I did it in vain. This was your second nomination for, for the Brits. So yeah. third, third one's always the charm, isn't it? So next year, <laughs> <hope> always. So. <laughs> <laughs> always. Tell me about the uh, tell me about the new single, if you would, please, Chris. Sure, with pleasure. Um, the new single is called Come See, which is French for uh, as if. Um, I know there is a you know you 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 guys probably use the expression "comme si comme ça" sometimes to only... say so so. Yeah. But on its own, uh, as if uh, "comme si" is, is, means exactly as if, and the 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 full title in French is "comme si on s'aimait," which means as if we were uh, lovers. And uh, well, I can explain why I'm saying that. Um, the, the 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 song started from a really cruel anecdote. Actually, um, I was I was trying to date someone. I tried. And that person said, well, I don't think we're going to be a good match and everything, but uh, I love your music and I will always love your music. So I was like, okay, thank you. And then it started, like a whole, it started a whole um, reverie about the idea of, you know, if, if that person likes my music, then if I write a good love song, it's probably the closest I've ever been uh, to loving that person for real. And it kind of started the idea that pop music could be immensely sh- sensual because... If you're just like a voice in somebody else's life, you kind of, you kind of like extremely intimate with that person, and at the same time you're not present. So I think it was like kind of like the weird erotism of being just a voice in someone's life, and to be able to actually make love to that person with just your voice was the starting point of the whole song. As it works, though, is that is it brought that person round and they come back? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a song now. I can dance on. <laughs> it must be a weird thing, isn't it? Because you know, obviously, I'm, I, you know, I'm not a songwriter. But if mm. somebody says, "I love your music," but I don't want to, I don't want to be with you. Yeah, you're but, like, what? What the hell? <laughs> it's like my music is me. You know, just yeah. But no, I, I understood the paradox. But it was kind of like a cruel slash uh, really inspiring paradox. I was like, okay, well. We'll see. After maybe five love songs, it will, will come call back. I have no idea. We'll you see. never know. All you can do is wait and see. Wait yeah. and see. Play it cool. Play it cool. Exactly. No more, no more songs about that person for at least you know the next two singles. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Sure. So, with your sort of background, it's quite interesting because we don't get a lot of French people, particularly on the radio mm. in this country, and it's you know it's quite a big deal, isn't it? Yeah, it's huge. It's always a bit surreal actually when I'm here in in London, for example, in the cab, and there is. Sometimes it happened to me like my song is playing and I'm like I can't believe I'm on I'm on I'm on radio here. It feels amazing. But also because I think most of the music I'm listening to like I'm 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 anglophile. I listen to a lot of the music you guys listen. I feel more connected maybe to the music scene here than the French one and it's not you know it's just a question of taste. So it feels also immensely validating. I'm like wow, I can't believe I made it in a way. I made it. I don't know if I remade it, but I'm here still. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I say you you know you're you're on that I can think of, you know, four or five mm. uh, French people and you're 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 definitely on that list. So mm. you must have something extra special. I, I want to talk a little <laughs> bit about um your sort of, you know, where you grew up because you didn't come from a particularly musical family, did you? No, I mean my parents are teachers. But so so they were not musicians. But I have to say though that they were quite 
you know, they had quite a cool taste in music. Like I remember having, you know, at my place there were like vinyls and they had like Klaus Nomi, they had like David Bowie, Bob Dylan, uh, Joe Jackson. They were listening to quite some cool music, actually. So they kind of introduced me to really nice um inventive flamboyant performers and then later on on my own I kind of I fell in love with Michael Jackson and I listened to a lot of um, American hip hop and Prince came along also but but I I quite like my parents uh, discography I remember my house being like full of great books great music great movies and I think it really shaped also my imaginary for the rest of my life you know you kind of you're introduced to fantastic pieces of art so it's really really cool I noticed you didn't mention food because I always think of uh, France and food as being well. You know, you know, you say you're a, you're a, you're an Anglophile. I'm a bit of a Francophile. I love the whole sort of you know the French approach to long lunches and mm. uh, you know arts and uh, and all that kind of stuff. Is it is it still? Do you do you find it difficult to adjust when 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 you're over here? Because we you know we're more kind of fast moving, aren't we? I, I would guess. Well, I have to say again, maybe maybe I'm not that French because I kind of don't really mind. Um, I'm a disaster when I have to cook something, I have to admit. I'm like really, really a bad cook. Uh, my family were, well, we were okay, but we were, not, we were not, I don't come from a family of like really gourmet people. My parents are gourmet, I, they're going to be mad at me, but we're not like cooking for hours. So we are quite, um, we are lost in books and, you know, uh, and movies and we forget uh, what is in the oven. It's kind of like that type of family <laughs> and it's, something burns and I'm like, smell it, it smells yeah. like fire, does it? So it's kind of like, um, so I'm okay with, you know, sandwiches and sometimes just, you know, chips. And so I'm, I'm ashamed of my country, basically. I'm sorry. I think uh, I think maybe that's taken a, a little far. Perhaps you do yourself. And I'm a drama queen and... also, a French drama queen. A disservice. Just a little quick reminder as well of um, obviously the you know the name of the band Christina and the sure. Queens because it was a, a bunch of uh, it, was, it was some drag queens in in yeah. a club in Soho. You you mm. recruited to be your your backing band really. Well, that was the plan, but they actually um, they um, declined <laughs> politely. <laughs> but I mean, the main thing is that yeah, I, I got to meet some some drag queens and and spend some times with them, and. This was the moment in my life where everything crystallized and be- became this musical project. It's like I was coming from theater. I was quite sad at that point. I was kind of, I didn't know how to go further, but I knew I wanted to be on stage, but I didn't know how. And they just pushed me to trust myself enough to create a stage character for me. And they told me, like, you, you, you can be yourself having a stage character. It can actually help you own everything a bit more. And I was like, actually, I understand what you mean. So, And I was kind of like so eager to be a bit freer and, and to be daring. And I, I was too shy to do it. So I think Christine, as an idea of a stage character, was like a shy person's technique. It was just like unlocking things with choosing my name and, and choosing how I want to exist. So Christine and the Queens is the name of that moment where everything kind of made sense all of a sudden. But they never actually performed with me. I don't think they thought I would actually do something. I think they just like they were like, okay, she's she's in better shape now, and she's going to be okay, and she'll be back in France, and maybe you know continue yeah. theatre. And then they saw me on French TV, and they they actually wrote to me like, you did it, wow, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> just a little hint of you know, just a hint of oh, maybe we should have said yes mm. after all. Perhaps going on there. <laughs> well, I don't. I n- I'll never know. But I you think I think they're too fierce to to share the stage, and I understand. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Listen, it's next next year. Practice your winning face for the uh, for the Brits. <gasps> Hopefully, sure, well, I'm fingers sh- crossed. Sure, it's going to happen. Mm. Uh, Chris, it's been lovely talking to you. Thank you for joining us tonight. You're welcome. Merci beaucoup. Bisous. Merci beaucoup. Au revoir. Au revoir.